0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to this next podcast on heaven and the rapture and near-death experiences. Um, obviously, there's so much here. It could take a while, but I'm just going to kind of briefly cover this topic. And where do we get information from this topic? We go right to the Word of God. That's the only thing we really have. Uh, actually, it's the only thing we have. There's other Everything else is speculation um conjecture theory what do we think happened so we just we just at west side christian fellowship just look to see what the bible says so uh, i'll start with first uh thessalonians chapter 4 16 through 17 for the lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout with the voice of an archangel and with the trumpet of god and at that point the dead in christ will rise first Then we who are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And thus, we shall always be with the Lord. So the thing with the rapture is, and pretty much every Christian obviously believes it. The question is, when does it happen? Is this Christ's second coming? Or is the rapture a separate event and then Christ coming later? And then you get into premillennial, postmillennial, all millennial. Uh, pre-tribulation, post-tribulation, all all these different eschatology esk, I'm sorry, all these debates on eschatology. Sorry, trying to my mind's going faster than my mouth today. So the bottom line for me is he's coming back, and we're supposed to be ready. And it appears that people will be living, obviously. And so those who are still alive, there's a there's a catching up, there's caught up. That's where it's, I believe it's it's the word rapture is a Latin comes from the Vulgate. And so those who are dead in the grave, even though their bodies may be, um, you know, deteriorated, obviously, it is all we're all going to be caught up with Christ. Now, what that looks like is open to speculation. You know, is the new body repaired and, and on its way up, and and that's what he's talking about here. Because if not, it's just dust and uh, ashes to ashes, dust to dust. Or is it the soul of man being caught up? But then we don't believe that either because of, that of we don't believe in soul sleep. Uh, we believe as a Christian, if you're absent here, you're present with Christ. So it's an interesting text. Uh, the bottom line is there's a, a, a cataclysmic event, like a shout, a, a trumpet blast, and those who are in Christ that were killed or passed away, they will rise first now, what that looks like, again, is up to speculation, but I believe that obviously some form of of maybe their new body will, uh, will appear, and then those of us who are still alive will be caught up, but then we're caught up in our old body, and uh, how's that work? Is in the twinkling of an eye, is our body also changed? Um, I would assume so because, you know, it, God doesn't need three months, you know, three weeks to fix our body. He'll just, it'll probably just be instantaneous. And so we know that's what the rapture is. When it happens, that we don't know. We just need to know we need to be prepared. We need to be ready. And then John 14, 2, Jesus said, in my house, my father's house, are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. And I'm going to prepare a place for you. So there is something out there where Jesus has prepared a place for us, and we don't don't think of mansions as you know the 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 a better a better word for that. If you look up the Greek uh, definition, is a dwelling place, and so there's going to be a dwelling place that Jesus is going to prepare for us. Obviously, I don't think we sleep, uh, and then people say, do we eat? Well, there's you know the 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 great feast w- with Christ. Um, you know, Revelation talks about the trees giving life and uh, but of course, some people think that it's might be in the millennial kingdom. Uh, and Is there even a millennium, you know, a millennium, post-millennium, pre-millennial, just so many different debates out there. That's why I just kind of just, okay, what does the scripture say? And then, well, let's just let God uh, sort everything out. So it appears that Jesus went and prepared a place for us. So there's a waiting time. We're waiting for that time. And as a result, Colossians, tell, Colossians tells us to set our mind on the things above which are in heaven, and Philippians reminds us that our citizens our citizenship is in heaven, and we are eagerly awaiting our Savior. And when the Bible talks about heaven and earth will pass away, it's mainly the firmament, the, the creation of earth and heaven, uh the heavens, you know, the skies, the galaxies possibly, and and all of that, all that will pass away. But heaven is appears to be some type of place, obviously that our physical arms, our eyes and hands can't touch. It's it's a supernatural place that God has prepared for us. And we don't know exactly where that's at. Some people speculate, and uh, I just try to leave that up, up in the air and we'll find out soon enough. Trust me on that one. Um, let's see another verse that's important. Um, I like Psalm 919, the heavens declare the glory of God and the firmament shows his handiwork. And that's what I talked about earlier. The heavens are really the universe and the outside area. Um, and Jesus in Matthew six, do not lay up for yourself treasure on earth, where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in, but lay up for yourself treasure in heaven. Huh? Interesting. How do we do that? So is there? It appears that there's going to be greater rewards in heaven, possibly a uh, greater blessings. Based on the work we do here, I mean that would just be a straightforward reading. Um, a, my kids like to ask, "Is there an, are there animals in heaven?" You know, and again, scripture is not crystal clear. Um, we don't know if Jesus is returning on an actual horse. You know, John saw heaven open and and he was riding on a horse. Uh, and we've got a lot of imagery there. Hopefully, when I talk about Revelation, we can get to that. But um, right now, we don't. We just don't know on some of those questions. I would. I wouldn't be surprised if there was, for sure. Um, And we also know that, uh, let's see if I can find the other verse I was looking for. Um, Let's see, Amos, of course, Psalms, 1 John, Acts, 1 Timothy. There's a lot of verses about heaven and how to get to heaven. The only way to get to heaven is through Jesus. He said he's the only way, the only truth, the only life. Nobody gets to the Father or goes to heaven Uh, except through Him. So once we make that decision, once we make that commitment, rest assured we are on solid footing uh, with Christ. And so I'm trying to find Revelation as well. Revelation talks about the new heaven and new earth. So give me just a second. Um, And that is where we're going to live. It breaks it all down on what it looks like. And again, we don't know bedroom, sleeping, food, you know there's so many ifs we just know it's going to be much better than uh much better than here for sure in revelation 21 there we go I believe I found it it's it's the whole you can read the whole chapter of 21 and it talks about he, he saw a new heaven and a new earth the first heaven and the first earth had passed away and there was no longer any sea and I saw the holy city the new jerusalem coming down You know, all we know, I mean, there's speculation too, is it actually God we see, the, the Father God, or is it the Son, Jesus, and and that's our mediator, and that's who we'll spend eternity with. And I don't know if we know a lot of what happened here on earth, because that could bring some pain. Uh, those who maybe aren't in heaven or didn't make it to heaven, but it says there's no mourning. And so, you know, yeah, I, I just, I don't like to 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 say what the Bible doesn't say. Uh, I just want to know, you want to be there, and it's going to be a lot better than here. There's nothing to worry about. I remember talking to one gentleman who wasn't a Christian. He said he's not looking forward to heaven at all, just sitting on clouds playing harps for eternity. And I think it's a lot more than that, trust me. It's going to be incredible. Uh, but we just don't know exactly how that's going to work, our bodies you know it appears that we'll be able to kind of if if there is physical types of things you know be able to walk through walls like Jesus did uh just the this the third dimension and all, when they talk about those different things, there are different dimensions I believe, and so that's where near death experiences come into play and if you 've ever studied it, I mean Lee Strobel even has a great movie out on it and i've I've read a lot of you know obviously stories on it and articles, and you know some people probably are are making stuff up, but the vast majority are not because they've been radically changed by it, and I don't think the subconscious is strong enough to you know take a body out like that's what got out of the body experience take a body out and up and hovering over the hospital bed and uh looking down, knowing what the doctor said, I remember. A story of a, of a man who was, was, was just taken up and he could see there's like a shoe on the top of a hospital or on one of the floors and told the doctor about it and they went out there and they found the shoe and he, he knew what the doctors were saying. Um, and they get, get glimpses of heaven. And, you know, some people say they get glimpses of hell. God shows them hell. And, you know, I'm not, I'm not against that. I don't know if there's any verses that would speak one way or the other on that, uh, God can do whatever he wants. And there's nothing that would contradict that. I think, I don't remember what the, the, the video was, like 13 minutes in hell or something. And then there's other people who said they've, they've, now it's hard for me where to see how God would bring a believer into hell, experience and see some of the torment, the consequences. But I can see how he would show an unbeliever that. Or maybe a believer to get them to come back and warn others. So, um, I'm just careful with near death experiences. Don't talk about it too much. But from, from my vantage point, why, why wouldn't it be, uh, true? For example, the person actually doesn't die. When they die, a person dies, the term die means their body has ceased to function. Their heart, their brain, everything has ceased to function. So, They're dead. Their body's dead, but their soul is not dead. The spiritual part of them is not dead. They're still very much alive. And so that part of them can see what is taking place. And if God grants them the 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 grace to return, actually, they probably wouldn't want to return. It's not really a gift (laughs) for the person to return. But if God has them come back and And, uh, and they're able to talk about it and they lead other people to heaven. They talk about their experience. So I'm not against it. I, I, I think God would, you know, give people that, uh, ability and maybe that experience so they could share with others, you know, what, what the afterlife is like. And, uh, it really makes sense to me because that person is hovering in between death and life and, uh, sometimes they haven't quite yet died, but they're they're almost there, and that's where they see that bright light and things, and so that could be very true. I wouldn't rule it out whatsoever. So, uh, but for the the sake of this podcast, uh, it looks like heaven is going to be incredible. Looks like we'll have physical bodies, possibly animals there. I mean, according to scripture, we could eat uh, with the great feast of the Lamb and and Jesus, and um, we talk about you know the New Jerusalem also talks about. Um, you know, how it's made out of every kind of precious stone. And it could be that there is this, this foundation, this, um, this place that Jesus has built for us. And that's where we're going to be. And so I would just encourage you two things, uh, take confidence in that. If you're a believer, if you've repented of your sin, and that's the only way you can go to heaven is, is, is sin is blocking you right now. Sin is the blocking, uh, mechanism. And so you have to repent of sin, embrace Jesus Christ, believe in him that God raised him from the dead and you will be saved that he is a substitutionary atonement. It means he took your place and now you have access to this beautiful experience, lifelong eternity with God. And so there is a heaven and maybe another podcast would be, uh, this on this whole topic of, of hell. And if you look at the Bible, you know, the Bible clearly talks about that as well. So anyway, if you have further questions, you know where to email us at shaneidleman.com or the church website, westsidechristianfellowship.org. And I uh, hope to answer some of those questions for you. But for now, don't go beyond what the scriptures teaches. Uh, you know, people are asking about vehicles. I don't think you'll need that. You might be able to transport yourself pretty easily, uh, clothes, you have clothes on. I, you know, I'm assuming there's no shame and, and the, the, the new body might look a lot different. And, uh, we're, you know, I'm not too sure on that because when God created, him at, created Adam and Eve, uh, it, it appears that the cells in the body could keep repli- repli- replicating themselves and renewing themselves. And the body actually technically could continue living. And then something sin entered and something just, just broke that, that, um, you know, living forever mechanism. So it could be something along the lines of our same body. Uh, you know, I'm guessing the age it would probably be like Adam was, in, in older, uh, but not too old. Maybe um, um, you know, 30s. Who knows? Uh, just it's just going to be incredible. So don't go beyond scripture is my other point. Ponder things, have questions, but uh, you want to stick definitely with scriptures. Then you're on you're on good solid ground. All right, we'll talk to you later on the next episode of Idleman Unplugged. Take If you've enjoyed this episode of Idleman Unplugged, be sure to send us your ideas and topics for future episodes of the podcast. You can send us an email at westsidechristianfellowship.org or shaneidleman.com. Again, my name is Luke Duncan and I am your host of Idleman Unplugged. Thank you for listening to us today and join us again on the next episode. Thank you for listening to Idleman Unplugged. For more information, visit us at shaneidleman.com. Again, that's shaneidleman.com. This podcast is part of the Edify Podcast Network. Edify is a faith-inspiring app that brings together thousands of the best Christian podcasts in one place for your listening enjoyment. Cut through the noise and grow your faith by diving into the world's top Christian podcasts today.